morning, Kingdom people. Welcome to MBKI Ministries Measures of a Man series on Rainier Avenue Radio. Today we have a very, very important topic to talk about, but before we get into that, I just had a couple of announcements. MBKI Ministries has moved uh, their location. We're uh, located at 18635 8th Avenue in Burien, and it's uh, Suite 505. We will be holding services on Saturdays at 11 a.m., and we'll be having Bible studies on Wednesdays at 6.30. Now, the move will be taking place at the beginning of the month, so we will be holding our first service there on the 6th. On the 6th of November, Saturday at 11 a.m. People of God, if you're looking for a church that is speaking truth, hallelujah, that is anointed and appointed to heal, deliver, and set you free, come join us. Come join us and allow the Spirit of the Lord to fall upon you. Break the chains and the shackles that have kept you bound. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. As I stated, Today's topic is a very important topic that we must really think about. Amen. But before we get into that, let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we give thanks, honor, and praise to you. For you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the giver of every good thing. And for that, Father God, we just give you praise. Lord, forgive us of our sins, our iniquities, our shortcomings, those things we've said, done, or thought that goes against your word, Father God. Hallelujah. And your statutes for kingdom. Glory be to God. Allow the blood of Jesus to cover us, Father God. Cleanse us. Purify us. Revive us. Amen, that we may be able to walk according to your will, heal on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen and amen. Glory be to God. People of God, uh, we're going to be moving kind of quickly for time's sake, but we're going to be coming out of the book of Psalms chapter 24. If you can go to verse 1, we'll be reading down to verse 5. Psalms chapter 24, verse 1 through verse 5. Um, if you don't have your pen or your notepad, please go get it. It makes no sense to be on a line with the teacher and not take notes. The Bible says to study the word, to show thyself approved. How can you show yourself approved if you're just listening to a man and taking what he says uh, for, at face value, you must go back and study so that you can get the confirmation that this is a revelation from God, hallelujah, and not from man, hallelujah. So go get your pen and your notepad, take some notes and go back and research, amen, hallelujah. As I said, we'll be coming out of the book of Psalms chapter 24 and verse 1, you ready? Let's go. The Bible reads, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? 
He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul into vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Lord, we thank you for the word, for it is blessed. I pray, Lord, that you put me behind the cross, that your spirit may have his way. Use this vessel in any way you see fit, Lord. Allow every word to come out with power and authority to shift the minds and the hearts of your people. Through your spirit, Lord God, we give you grace. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. What we're going to be talking about today, people, is qualifications for eternal life. Qualifications for eternal life. My God. The Bible tells us here in verse 1 and 2 that the earth and everything in it belongs to God. You belong to God, your clothes, everything that you own or possess, the trees, the clouds, everything belongs to God. So when we sit up here and we begin to brag about what we got, we have nothing. God has everything. Amen. Many of us are walking around prideful and arrogant. And we don't own nothing. And we don't even want to give praises to the giver of what he owns that we may take it upon lease. Amen. The Bible tells us in Genesis 1.1, it says God created the heavens and the earth. He created everything. This is what the Bible tells us. But it is now in rebellion against God being dominated by Satan and the evil spirits. And evil spirits. You see, we're sending stuff into orbit. We, we're playing with the weather. We, we got all this industrial smoke going up. We got COVID that's polluting the air. All this stuff is not of God. And then we have evil spirits that are infiltrating our vessels and, and binding us and controlling us to do things that are not of God. Amen. Rebellion. Rebellion. My God. Now listen, a question was posed in verse 3. Who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may climb Mount Zion, the Lord's temple? Or, or who may stand in his holy place? Here, let me put it, let me put it simply for you. Or who is a proper person? to be an, an inhabitant of Zion, to be an inhabitant, to be a citizen, a kingdom citizen, who is a proper person? Are you proper or, or do, do you fit? Amen. See, we got to understand that the mountain is the capital city of Christ. Mount Zion is the capital city of Christ. Now, what would it take to stand in the holy city of Christ? 
What would it take? It tells us in Revelation chapter 14 and 1, it says, Then I saw the Lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him were 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their forehead. Do you desire to be one of those 144,000 that, that is showing up with the Lord? Coming from the capital city of Christ. My God, my God. Amen. Who can stand with Christ in his capital city? The Bible tells us in verse 4, only those whose hands and hearts are pure and do not worship idols are never tell lies. Only those whose hands and hearts are pure, who do not worship idols and never tell lies. So if you want to know what is it going to take to be able to stand with the Lamb of God on Mount Zion, being one of those 144,000, you got to have clean hands and a pure heart. Got to be one of those who don't worship idols and never, never tell lies. There ain't no such thing as a white lie or a half a lie. You even lied or you didn't lie. And parents, we must stop teaching or putting our children in a position to lie. When the phone rings just because you don't want to talk to that individual, don't tell your child that you ain't home. You are lying and you're making your child lie. Talk about, oh, my mama ain't here. My daddy ain't here. Jehovah Witnesses come to the door. Oh, my mama ain't here. Or my daddy sleep, they sleep. You don't put your children in a position to lie. Amen. Because that's not just hurting them. Guess what? It's hurting you because you are supposed to teach them the right way to go. The Bible says, train the child in the way that they shall go and they shall not depart from it. So if you're training your child to lie, to cheat, to steal, hallelujah, guess what? They are not going to depart from it. But if you are teaching them the things of God, the ways of God, hallelujah, guess what? They may go astray, but hallelujah, when things in the world get tough, they know that they can come back, hallelujah, just like the prodigal son did. My God, my God, hallelujah. Only those who have hands, and hearts that are pure and clean, amen, and who do not worship idols and never tell lies. So let's look at this. Let's look, let's look at this. Let's look at clean hands. Let's look at clean hands. Clean hands, the hands being the instrument of action. Holy action are good works performed from a principle of grace. Are, are meant, uh, uh, the, 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 the phrase is expressed of a holy, uh, harmful, or an innocent conversation of like, like washing the hands being used to donate innocence. Innocence. Let's take a look real quick. Turn with me to Matthew 27. 
Matthew 27, and we're going to be looking at verse 24, Matthew 27. And let's go to verse 24. Let's go up to 23. Hold tight. I think I might have the wrong. What's what? Let me see. Let me go back there. 27, Matthew 27 and 24. Matthew 27 and 24. Amen. Amen. Yeah, let's read this. Let's read this. Glory be to God. Here it goes. It says, Then Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing. So Pilate saw that he could not get the people to just leave Christ alone, not to kill him, but that, that, that rather the tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just man. See ye to it. So he washed his hands of it. I ain't got nothing to do with this. My hands are clean. I'm innocent. Amen. Are your hands clean? Are you guilty of sin? Are you guilty of, of, of coming against the will and the statutes of God? Are you? People, it's time to clean our hands. It's time to clean our hands. It's time to go back and ask for forgiveness for those that we have mistreated. It's time people of God. Time is running out. It's 11.59. We're in the last hour, people. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to Psalms chapter 15. I want to read something. Psalms chapter 15, verse 1 and 5. The Bible says this, Lord, he's asking a question, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh upright. So now we got some other characteristics or qualifications to be able to to abide in his tabernacle and to dwell upon his holy hill. He that walketh upright and worketh righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. My God, my God. He that biteth not with his tongue, backbites, excuse me, backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor my God, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor. In those eyes, in whose eyes a vile person is contempt, contempt, but he honoreth them that fear of the Lord. He that sweareth to his own hurt and change not. He that sweareth to his own hurt and change not. He that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent, but that doeth these things shall never be moved. If you follow these qualifications, nothing 
can move you. COVID-19, nothing can move you is what the Bible is letting us know. We must begin to read the word of God and understand that God, this is the truth. And the truth is the only thing that is going to set you free from hell's damnation. We must begin to read the word and follow the promises. And before the promise, there is something that God has for us to do. He gives us these qualifications, but then at the end, he says, if you do this, I'll do that. You will never be moved. Amen. Glory be to God. Question, are your hands full of blood and defiled with sin? Are your hands full of blood and defiled with sin? See, it's not just good enough to go to church and jump and scream and be entertained. You must look within yourself and ask these questions. Hallelujah. Are my hands full of blood, and defiled with sin. My God, my God. People, let's look at a pure heart. A pure heart. A pure heart. Now, no man has a pure heart naturally and of himself. You see, the Bible lets us know that the heart is uh, wicked. The imagination of the thoughts of it is evil continually. The mind and conscience are defiled with sin. Nor can any man make his heart clean. Nor can any man make his heart clean. Psalms 51 in chapter 7 speaks to that. The Bible says, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. So David is going to God and saying, cleanse me of my sin with Bathsheba. I can't, I, I, I can't cleanse myself inside, but Lord, you can cleanse me. How many of us need a, a cleansing? Amen. How many of us need a cleansing? See, we can't do this thing on our own. The Bible lets us know the heart is wicked. It's we are born into wickedness. David says that in Psalms. We are born into sin. Amen. The Bible says that the heart is desperately wicked and the imagination of it thinks evil continually. The only way to get over this is by receiving Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen. Receiving Christ as your Lord and Savior. Question, people. Do you have a pure heart? Do you have a pure heart? Because, see, the only way that you can have a pure heart is by receiving Christ into your life and following the word of God. If you don't know Christ, if he's not a part of your life, there is no possible way that you can have a pure heart. You can, you can, you, you can help people. You can, you can give your money. You can, you can do all these lovely, wonderful, nice things. But if Christ is not in your heart, your heart is not pure. 
Sorry to say that people that believe, well, I'm, 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 you know, I, I, I do a lot of good for the community. I do, you know, I, I, I've never hurt anybody. I've never used drugs. I don't drink and this and that and the third and blah, 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 blah. But if you don't know Christ, your heart is not pure. My God, my God. Hallelujah. The Bible talked about whose soul isn't lifted up to vanity. Or, here, we're going to put it plain. Uh, worship idols. Amen. Worship idols. Hallelujah. See, the word is used by the psalmist to state that all activities such as laboring and, 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 and guarding, uh, uh, raising, uh, rising early and, and staying up late and toiling for food were useless without God's assistance. It was useless without God's assistance. Go to Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 8. Read that. That'll tell you something about it. It says, Re remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me. Now, Solomon, one of the wisest men, he's saying, remove far from me vanity and lies. But what we are doing today upon the earth is we're moving these lies and these vanities close to us. Those desires, those, those, those sinful desires. Amen. Glory be to God. And then we sit and we watch the television and we trade in the truth for the lie that the television is telling us. Do you understand that these are actors? When they say roll them, they're acting. It's a lie. It's a performance. Amen. But what we are doing is we're taking these performances and believing that this is the way the world should be. Let me tell you why I know this. When I was growing up, I used to look at Leave it to Beaver, the Brady Bunch, and all these other little sitcoms, amen? And I just say, man, I wish my family was like that. Ain't no family like that. That's acting. It's acting. See, we got to look at things from the right perspective. Wake up, people. Wake up. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And last but not least, we're going to be looking at he that never tells lies. Being given false information about another or cheating him out of his substance. See, cowards and, and unbelievers, the corrupt and murderers and immorals, those who practice witchcraft idols, uh, uh, worshipers and all liars, uh, 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 their fate is in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is what it tells us in Revelation 21 and 8. This is the second death. People of God, listen, do you qualify to enter his holy hill, his capital? Do, do you qualify to stand in his holy place, in his city? Clean hands and pure heart, people. Do you qualify? This is Apostle Anthony Baxter. I want to thank you. Tune in next week to Measures of a Man on Rainier Avenue Radio. God bless.